Facebook drama, a bizarre email, and the newest episode of Back in My Day. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. on cue the dog busts through the door in the middle of your intro after previously busting out of the door in preparation for your intro he's just such a drama king he wants to be involved how are you missy b oh amy 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 i'm so glad to have this time each week to talk to you and our dear listeners oh my gosh i have some i have some stuff i mean i have I have some updates. You want some updates? Yes. Hell fuck yes. Go five. Don't even stop. Go. Um, I'm going to hit the third topic on my intro, which is back in my day. Uh-oh. Okay. Yes. So. Um, Gather round the Snapchat children while grandma tells her stories. <laughs> At least I'm, just, I'm not John. When John was here, it was, hey, you kids, get the fuck off my lawn. Like, he, was, he was angry. I'm just nostalgic. Okay. Oh, it's nice. Um, so yesterday, yesterday, Friday night, Saturday, one of those days ago, my son got out all of his college applications. Everything is out. Everything is beyond our control. Everything is in the world. Oh, oh, I totally didn't understand. You mean processed and shipped. When you say got out out in our house, that means remove them from the staging drawer where they sit until they're past due and lay them on the counter. That's getting out. You mean he actually completed them and mailed them. Yay! Well, that kind of feeds into the back in my day theory. You're talking about a child who has a portfolio to submit. So there is, uh, how do you say, paper involved. Okay? (laughs) So... For us, when you get them out, there is no paper to lay on a table. To, there is no drawer to put anything in. There, Everything is digital, which is fine. I roll with the punches. I'm a digital girl. That's I'm right. That's right. That's right. Fuck you, nostalgia. I keep up. I could be as digital as the next teenager. <laughs> click, click. Bring it. Exactly. So when I tell you he got them out, um, he hit submit. After entering our credit cards seven or eight times. Boom. <laughs> and yeah, I know that yeah. shit sucks. So everything's gone. Well, and it doesn't matter to you, but some days they actually give it to you for free. Like for there's an entire month that they let you submit for free. So you may have been in the free month. Well, not Regardless, just that. it's done and nobody cares about the credit card. So we yes. did a tour of a college and they said, because you came and toured and you did this with us, <laughs> put in this code and you can oh. apply to Pitt for free. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's sweet. Oh, that's nice. That's $75 we spent on dinner instead of that application. So, yay. So, um, He did another couple two weeks ago, and now that they're all out, he already thinks I could do whatever I want. Let me go get drunk. Like, let (laughs) me go do something. Like, I'm ready. Oh, okay. It's one of those senioritis in my mind. Uh, I'm already gone. Let's celebrate graduating college before we're admitted. Before we leave high school. Exactly. Yeah. So before we take our APs. So (laughs) here we go. And he starts checking the 
the rolling ones that he did a couple of weeks ago. He checks the website once a day just to make sure, yep, yep, everything's still in. They didn't put something up that says you're missing this or your application application is in review or whatever. Yeah, the just giant it. red flashing button. I'm so familiar with it because it's right. on everything we ever touch digitally. <laughs> yes. Error, incomplete, undo, right. so missing, false, incorrect, invalid, walk away, <laughs> failure, loser. Yeah, we get a lot of these buttons. Invalid. I'm like, what's this invalid on here? <laughs> what's happening? So um, so he was checking the other day and it said accept or deny or decline. Hey, and, motherfucker. I know I what said, that means. So he, he FaceTimes me. He goes, uh, I think I might have gotten in. <laughs> and I said, well, where does it say congratulations? You Mrs. are now a member. She's currently levitating. So I... um. I'm like, well, uh, let's look into it. So here comes my back in my day. Back in my day, you opened your fucking mailbox and there was either a large envelope with tons of forms for your parents to fill out having to do with, I don't know, loan money, scholarships, payment, uh, meal plan, all the fucking shit. You are who you say you are. Yeah. Right. Um, And... And a small one that said, yo, thanks for your interest, but we ain't interested in you. So big letter, small letter. That's back in my day. Now it's not even a you've been admitted letter. It's accept or decline. So I'll have you know that. So we read that and we thought, hit accept. Click accept. See what it does if you click accept. So this school was in my son's top two. Yay! So Ethan got into Pitt. Yay! So I feel like that was his number one, no? Well, it yes. kind of is. And well, the motherfuckers paid your admit for you. They did. <laughs> they did. Oh, we are headed for a platter-sized tray of French fries, bitches. Let's do it. Yeah. So, so I mean, he that's got their, into- That's their campus thing, by the way. That's their that's their food culture. Go, go, go. I'll tell you later. Go, go, go. Uh, no, yeah, it goes on all the sandwiches. We've we've been to Permanti Brothers. We're we're all about we're all about Pitt. We loved it. I'm sure he would prefer to go to Maryland, but Maryland can't keep asking what they're asking for tuition and expect people <clears throat> to say he doesn't want to go to Maryland. Well, we'll see in these in these COVID times. We'll see what it means and if they're willing to I don't know be flexible with tuition. Uh, but right now, I think he got into his ish first choice. So, congratulations! Thank you. And why we still did I not hear about this immediately? Why well, did you wait for fucking now? I'm not allowed to talk to you unless it's on pod. You made that very clear when you every were talking time- about something that I thought we were going to podcast about, which is why I cut you off, and then we never returned to it. And it's probably for the sanctity of both of our marriages that we didn't return to this topic. Do you think it's uh, the first time you cut me off in the middle of a no, FaceTime call? No, I said call? to you, this is, <laughs> we I were said, talking. this is really interesting. We should, and then I hit delete because anytime, <laughs> anytime. Dear listener, <laughs> Amy hangs up on me on average every time we talk. Don't be so interesting. <laughs> Don't be so interesting. Why don't you call me when you got nothing going on? That's the kind of time that I want to talk to you in my private time. This is my, this is my pod time. This is, we got other people on the line. It's a party line. Nobody cares about that shit. They care about Pitt. Woo! Why Pale are you not doing this, you batshit crazy nut? Well, I've known for days. So I cry. It's everything. It's everything. Now gold and black. And have we gotten all the hats? And where's the shirt? And is there a pennant? And what happens? And I've got news for you. News it's for more me. than just, 
hey, you know, accept or decline. We don't give a fuck. It's more than that. You will get and probably already have received a box with a little do-do-do and confetti will spray out of it. Oh, and that's a folder awesome. with shit. No, they'll send they'll send shit to you. They will send shit to you and then they will repeatedly send shit to you. They absolutely will after you accept. Well, we, we had, had accept. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And we gave a small, because we didn't believe them and it's really all I needed to hear. So we hit <laughs> accept and they're like, yeah, is your father in Pennsylvania? Yes. Is your mother in Pennsylvania? Yes, we are residents of a okay, why don't you give us a hundred bucks? And we're like, mm, all right. <laughs> like, is I'm, that, willing, is that, I'm willing to you, take the chance. You know, I'm willing to risk a hundred dollars. to. Is, was this the welcome new donor or was this, uh, I don't know. was this your registration, your registration fee, so, your commitment fee? The next day he got an email that said, you're a panther. Like it was a, a much Told more e- email, yeah. but I want that fucking box. I don't You'll need the it. funfetti, but You'll I sure it. do need swag. You'll get it. We had one that played a little song. Uh, one of the, oh, wow. the it was uh, from Tennessee Vol- Vols, the Vols. Volunteers. Yep. And you, it was a box and you open the box and it, it, it like those cards, it automatically yeah. started burp, 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 whatever their thing is that I don't even know. And the box is in a drawer now. So anytime he would get into a school, every time he got into a school, I would buy him one of those old school pennants just to say, Pick. just to say, you know, you did it. Even the ones that you got no interest in going to. So these um, people wanted you. Right, right. So he, we have that and it's not even going to hang them up. And it's it's like they went 40 bucks. But at the same time, it's like nobody asked me to do it. But it just felt really good See, to 40 bucks. Here a piece, you go. I was happy to put $100 down on the possibility. I told you this before <laughs> when he got into his number one choice. It was I didn't waste any time. He learned by he was standing there. They told us the day that they would make the announcement and he was checking and they told us the method they would use to make the announcement. And he would refresh, refresh, refresh. And we did this. Probably we limited him to 15 minutes. So Every 15 minutes from, you know, 645 in the morning all the way until nothing at the end of the day. And he was at that point vibrating with sadness. He's like, it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. See? And I'm like, well, are you, I mean, well, the day's not really over and it was 540. It was like 530 or 540. And he goes, mom, I'm telling you, I'm looking at it right here. And he pressed the refresh button and turned it around and it said, accept it. <laughs> it happened like in the kitchen while we we're all standing there and with a blah, we flipped out. The reason I'm saying that is the second it happened, I was like, don't let them change their mind. I got online. And Here's within money. A, within an hour, I had applied for his housing. <laughs> And paid it. And paid it. I'm like, try taking it back, motherfucker. I got the keys. Yeah. Yeah, don't look back. If it was I realize, a mistake, it's too late. I realize you haven't even taken midterms yet, but uh, you're going <laughs> to this Congratulations. I can't believe that this wasn't a bigger screaming. Oh, my God. What a weight off. Yay. So Hooray. we can exhale, and he thinks he's already in college. Like, uh, Well, mentally. you're giving him beer, so I would say that's a hell yes, mother bear. I'm so excited. This is, has he thought it all? This is, that was the hurdle. And now we're going to go for like two years while he figures out, I don't really know what the fuck I want to do. I want to go to college and learn. So there's no, there's no track yet other than the general bucket of become an adult here with learning and knowledge. Yeah, I don't want to push him. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, no, who does? And half the people years. who do, switch it. So yeah, yeah. no problem. Which, which brings me to, oh, and we sent out five more applications to see where else we, Good. what else we, so we're still, you know, but. Well, exhale. it's only your credit card that's paying those $95 a pop application fees mommy so what do we care so that takes me to <laughs> i consider my life to be a shakespearean tragedy i don't know three acts i don't know how you want to look at it the first act was 
us really, you know, up until meeting you and, and having jobs and second act is my family. And the third act, because <clears throat> I discussed last week, my kids are leaving in two years and I have act three. Now, I know I want to write and I want to use creativity, but I also saw some really good cookie recipes online. <laughs> I sent you one of them that I, I know. Almost- I saw it. I, I, I also received it in the form of a uh, dare, I believe. If not an order, one of the other. I found <laughs> it on a TikTok video. It was. Can, can I just, just diverge for a minute? I know oh. we got a tight board today. We got a lot of very emotionally uh, important things to discuss. Yeah. You had this surprise. I have a surprise for you. It's not really a surprise. It's just you don't know what I want to talk about so passionately. And yet, I feel I must acknowledge you on TikTok like too fucking much. What are you doing on the fucking TikTok and talk? Why? 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 Don't isn't there like an age requirement? Do they put you in a special room or category for people? No. Well, there are you pretend, or you do have like a, a false identity that the kids have hip names for. I don't know what the finsta is on TikTok. Are you like masquerading as a thirteen year old, you know, mean girl? How do you get? Why are you on there all the time? There are What's, different categories of TikTok. You could do there whatever you follow. It puts right now on my TikTok is like Mandy Patinkin, who okay. I worship. You um, talking about getting out the vote and I love him political things and for some reason types of cookies well my darling well that's the thing the algorithms are your friend here's what's so I don't it's I want to say I want to say delightful but it's not and what here here's what's so uh creepy is the word you send me yeah you send me a lot of these TikToks. That's how I know you're on it all the time because it'll be three o'clock in the morning and my thing will go ping and there's a little TikTok <laughs> with a, you know, so I'm like, all right, it's something funny. I got to wake up and watch something funny. I no, I do not send so, it at that So hour. I have a lot of them. I have a lot of them. I have a lot of them and I play them. And at the end of the play, yeah. invariably, and that for you, you're kids caught in, in it for you kids at home who have not gone to pit. That means every fucking time the next video is a pimple popper. 100% of the time. And it's on a pre-roll, bitches. So the second I'm done watching the cookies that are brown with a little thing in the middle, we pop to blackheads. Ew, I've in never gotten that In the process of extraction. That's what you send in me, baby. No, I've that's never gotten the, that. That's 100%. So yeah, I don't, I'm not even on TikTok. I don't even know how I can, that's not true. I got on TikTok because the kids were all laughing at some party and they said, you know, Bennett has 2 million followers. You should follow Bennett. And I was like, what the fuck is Bennett doing? Because I didn't necessarily like the idea of that. And he's on there just doing like cute. Being an idiot. Interest, yeah. Interesting cut videos that like, how much time do you fucking spend making these videos, Bennett? But anyway, so I had to, and then our friend Jessica had foxes in her yard. So I watched those two things and that's it. Do you I, still neither have of the these app on your phone? Neither of these activities have anything to do with blackhead removal. I don't understand it. I've never want, seen a blackhead it. removal on TikTok. It is 100%. So it's your TikTok that, that has uh, it, not mine. All right. So I, I don't, I don't know. It's like Tinder. I did that. So th- can you I, describe you know. the cookie I sent you? Well, of course. So, oh, you mean for the <laughs> listeners? I thought you meant, did you watch it and remember? Because I was placing an order. So uh, I demand these for Thanksgiving, <laughs> I believe I wrote. <laughs> yes, you did. You did, actually. And I tell you, 
they're really simple to make, my doll baby sweet little cherub face. Okay, so they're thumbprint cookies. Therese, this is for you. It's the cooking segment. So hey, gang, Amy, what's cooking? So, gang, when you do a thumbprint cookie, you've eaten them probably more than you've made them. All a thumbprint cookie means is the center of the cookie has some sort of visible filling or delightfully fudgy something. Uh, a thumbprint cookie also fits in that category that we've all seen as of our third grade bake sale, which is you take a store-bought loaf of peanut butter dough, slice it with a knife, and then stick a Hershey Kiss in it. That's technically a thumbprint. The Hershey Kiss makes the boink almost as if you'd put your thumb in the middle. So these, yeah. you take a ver- the ones that she sent me, you take a delightfully fudgy truffle, effectively, of chocolate, yeah, and you roll it into a ball because it's nothing but fudge. There's very little flour in. And then you roll it in a coating of your choice. In this case, it was crushed up pecans. So it's delicious little <sighs> nutty, crunchy, chumpy, chumpy. And then you put all of those rolled balls, perfect little spheres on the cookie sheet and take the back of a tiny, tiny eighth of a tablespoon. So it's like a perfect little semicircle. And you go Scoop. doink. And just instead of with your thumb, you just press it with that. And it makes a beautiful little cup container. You cook these cup container-esque cookies, they come out while they're still warm. And that's when you opt to fill that little divot with a delightful mixture of fudgy caramel uh, uh, cream that will harden to a hard shell, not unlike a toffee fay. Then you take chocolate drizzle over the front. And then what you do is you probably would stack about nine of these right on top of one another. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Then unhinge your jaw and put all of them <laughs> into your mouth. Like the, the snake you are. <laughs> They're small. They're small. Nine is easy. Nine is easy. It's the divine nine is easy. It's easy. So I was thinking maybe cookies in, in act three. Um, I am open to suggestions. Dear listener, if you'd like to share with me options and uh, your thoughts for my act three, please well, feel let's free. Well, ta- let's unpack that just a little bit. Wait, because- please feel free to contact me, us, at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can go to our Facebook page, Listen Brilliant, uh, Brilliant Observations on Facebook. We have a s- squad in there, Brill Ob Squad, which, by the way, I'll have you know, if you ride Peloton, I created a hashtag on Peloton. What? Holy what? That is Brill Ob Squad, uh, one S in there. And you can find and we can ride together and we can, together we ride. I don't know. You can come up with your own thoughts. But I thought if you're out there and you're riding, ride with me or hashtag so I can see you. Oh and my I can God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What? Created hashtag How do these work? How do these work? How do they work? does it uh, work outside of Peloton? Is it only a social media device, or is there a Peloton group where the hashtags make sense within that group? Well, right now it's me. So if there are <laughs> other riders, uh, please uh, Brill Up Squad and meet me there, and and we will uh, form our own group. I want to understand. The, I want to understand. I don't think I asked the question in a way that you got what I'm asking. Doing this on social media with a hashtag means you're going to find other people who like us and like Peloton. You're doing some intersectionality with our delightfulness. Love it. I'm asking, does Peloton have a similar thing like on, are, you're watching, I don't know from Peloton, you're watching a video screen. So do, they, do the hashtags play, are yes. they engaged on the screen somehow? So, ah, tell me, tell me, tell yeah, us. We sometimes don't know. We don't know. the instructors, uh, the coaches say, I see a lot of Black Lives Matter hashtag here. It's good to see you ride. But if they see a bunch of people with uh, Brillab squad, 
I don't know what that is. And then I can, if they mention it, I can. Bring it, I, squad. Yeah. So let's, let's make. <laughs> Cop let's a make squad. A thing. I love it. And That's if you need a code. Cool. If you need a code for $100 off, again, let me know. I can get you a code. I'll get you $100 off. So, so yeah, I've, I've decided to try to create a community on Peloton for this podcast. I think that is so cool. So if you'd like to contact us about that act three, please feel free to do so. We would love to hear from you. And Amy's job exploded in her face and she's kind of looking for an act three too, but she won't admit it because she still has a younger kid she still needs to raise. No, I super admit it. I super, everybody fucking knows. They listen to the podcast. I can't hide anything. They already know. That's why I didn't want to do a podcast. That's why I resisted it for so long because you fucking say shit and I'm just talking to you. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, I said that. To everybody listening to us in fucking Australia, hey, what's up? G'day. They're listening to us in Australia. <laughs> what's, what's the matter? Why is that funny? That's G'day. how they talk. That's how they talk. That's what they say. That's what they say. They say, let's have some marmite. And Oof. that shit's gross, marmite. baby. Ugh. I have that shit in the fridge. There's two of them. There's marmite is what you can easily get here in the States. And Vegemite. And well, that's hard to get, honestly. And we only know about it. But not like you make a face. For men at as work. If, as if anybody would even be buying it. But the difference is the marmite they sell here. And it's just, it's, you know what it is, yeah? You know what no. it is, right? Okay, I'm getting ready to tell you. You've had a peanut butter sandwich, correct? Religiously. Okay. You know that that's protein. You know that that's a good thing well for shelf Shelf-stable protein. Vegemite, and we may be saying it wrong, is a vegetarian shelf-stable protein that is mostly yeast and marmite, same fucking thing. So when you open it up, it's like, gosh, are we inside the giant copper kettle of a brewery? Like you just open this thing, you're like, and then you or dip that your spoon in there girl and in die. college yeah, who sat on a frozen Snapple bottle because she, you know, had to. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Is this okay, a perverted? That's fine. Is this a is this a perverted thing? No, somebody, it's somebody a fucked, it's somebody a, fucked a Snapple. No, it's a lady parts itch like crazy. So I froze. She froze a Snapple bottle oh, and oh, oh, sat oh. on it just to get relief, which is vile in itself. Yeah, I feel like we have ice, but okay, that's all right. That works. My um, point to you is this. My point to you is this. There's more to a third act, and you got more than three acts, by the way, than. Just the idea that you have to all of the sudden know exactly where the road is taking you and that you are driving at the speed of light toward it. You do so much more than just the full-time attention that you're giving to your kids right now. You do a lot more than that now, and I think it's just difficult for you to see it. So trying to decide and and create this notion of, here's exactly what I'm going to do, on the one hand... It's trickier, I think, not because the kids are transitioning out. I think it's tricky for all of us at this stage because you stop and you think, okay, I've been doing a lot of activity. I've had a lot of success at varying levels on all of the activity that I've done. Great. For most of us, it wasn't a straight line. So for most of us, it's not this idea of I've been climbing a long time and I'm at the peak. Where's the next mountain or time to come down the mountain? We don't have that experience. In my case, I've climbed like three steps on a thousand staircases. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of fucking climbing and I'm still at the bottom of the staircase across the board. So that's the fucking frustration. And it's sort of this pretend idea that now magically after a lot of my life has already occurred, I'm going to pick the magic staircase and go all the way to the top. 
<laughs> it's like I'm not done it yet. Yeah, I so see I'm that. trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to just be relaxed about it about it. And part of it is also because uh Rocco went to college. He's in college now. We went through this whole thing. And I have a fair number of friends who are who have not worked ever or who worked in the beginning of their kids' lives and then haven't worked in 18 years. And roughly my age, maybe a little bit older, this was their only child. Uh-oh. So now so, what? Yeah. So you, you go, th- so when we were all, you know, sniffling at the graduation ceremony, they were bawling, you know, and it was, this is it, this is over. And in some cases it, it, it overlapped with, not in an ugly way, just the reality of stress, it overlapped with, and the marriage has been over for a while too, but we're certainly oh, not going to disrupt Christ. things until the child goes to college. So now it's really all over. And guess what? COVID. So it's like, whee, you know, there's a lot of this shit happening. Some of them are going back to school to learn the thing that they wanted to do or to learn the new thing that they want to do. Some of them are starting a brand new business or picking up a different kind of business. A lot of them are just getting plastic surgery and traveling the world. So it's, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. So <laughs> that's it's my I'm code watching, word now. <laughs> watching all of this shit happen. And in, in our case, we have a lot more to contribute than comfort and de-stress you know you you still have fucking work to do I do. so I don't I don't look at it as what's your third act I look at it as whoo thank god that project is on autopilot that's how I view this transition of the full-time feeding I mean there was a time when you weren't doing a podcast because you were diapering babies who were effectively the age of twins because they were so close together yeah, and I see I see a lot of that stuff on um on Facebook. A lot of these people who are who are trying to figure out their worlds, their lives. It's weird. My Facebook lately has been mostly people who are selling things or political because I told you before we have I, I don't know, the algorithm's not in my favor and I haven't been on it that much, but a couple of things I did notice. Uh, one was people who are listing things for sale no longer say smoke free home, pet free home. They say COVID free home. Oh, for fuck's That's sake. That's fucking crazy. I was like, smoke, pet, COVID? Wait, what? And how can you even, you don't even get the, ugh. what are you going right. to show me your test? It's just stupid and gross. Because it yeah. makes me think, oh, right, I shouldn't buy anything on this platform. I mean, it's like a deterrent. Right, I didn't, forgot it was an option for you yeah. to be giving me them oh, germs. Fuck, 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 fuck. Facebook, I swear to you. All One these more. Pe- go, One go. more, and then you'll tell me all about Facebook. Um, I don't know if you got this also, but we have a mutual friend and I say that with wild air quotes, the friend part, um, who sent an email to, I believe, their whole Facebook, all of their friends that said, keep in mind, how old am I? Old enough. Uh, when I was a <laughs> sophomore in college, that was probably the last time, yeah, maybe a couple of years, that I spoke with this person. And they're turning 50 and they want to get letters in the mail. Oh. And I mean, not having spoken to you since 1994, <laughs> it seems really weird for you to reach out to me and to ask for a letter in the mail. Well, and that's I think what they I did. think you have to I think you have to and it's you're thoughtful to be saying they uh probably pretty directly. So it's hilarious. I didn't realize that I was closer to it, and everybody knows who Ed is. It, you know, because you go on to in a minute. 
I didn't realize that I was closer to Ed than you were. So, and because we're not all that close. But I mean, he's slept in my house. Like I know him in 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 Richmond, like not even where we went to college, he came and visited. So uh, it wasn't just for me. But in any event, yeah, I I have his home address. I'm going to be mailing him a, a personal yeah, I letter. I've talked to him. I've talked to him online quite a bit. But here's the funny thing about Ed. Well, online, it, yes, I've have, but, but not like the, you. Well, here's the funny thing about Ed. Ed is a Jeep driving, boxer dog having, uh, sleep in the gutter, double nipple pierced wearing. Never you know, wearing shoes. Dabbled with, do you think he really has tried to drink blood in his vampire stage? Like, he, that's Ed. And I'm not kidding about the blood thing. That's not like an exaggeration for the podcast. I, I mean, he was also hanging around with some dude who was like a part-time uh, magician and would do the the thing where you put the needles through your skin like as the magic mm-hmm. act to hang, to hang by them yeah. and he would and he would wear um like kilts and do uh use like a skateboard on the on the roof of like a high rise oh anyway so uh ed was was sort of a free spirit you know i mean it's basically just a drugged out ed crazy dabbled dude in smile therapy okay yeah while. now yeah well so now he's grown up chronologically grown up into an adult and lives out in California somewhere. He was living in the, in the place, the, the, um, let's say Santa Cruz. It's pretty hippie. He was, he was, he was living in one of these places. Yeah. Where they, where it's a lot of triangles and earth healing and let's place our hands on the tree and all the rest of it. That's great. Do it. I think you're fantastic. I love it. He started renting out his house as a bed and breakfast in this way. Uh, you could go there and he would give you a guided meditation through the woods. So he was charging people, and they were paying it, 60 bucks an hour, and he would walk with them through his backyard, stop, and meditate, and that was their retreat. And he was making a living walking people through his backyard. So so I got to fucking say, that's fucking brilliant. That's fucking pretty brilliant. Okay. Then he started doing this corporate healing from the heart smile therapy where he was teaching corporations how to lead with joy and I mean it was a lot of this moving in that direction so it just cracks me up that the dude who was like a vampire blood dr- blood drinker pierced in all the ways is now magically centered and in love with the earth spirit and this woman his life partner his his partner now who he cherishes he talks about her in ways that on the one hand are really moving and I think wow that's that's really great and nice and it's also like I don't need to watch you guys have sex in this really intimate way. Like it's on just, Facebook. It's super. <laughs> I it's read super, all of this on Facebook. Yes. And it's like, it, he just goes in this exhaustive detail about how important she is to his. And it, you think, oh, that's great to be so enlightened. And also, are you really, dude? Are, are you inside her right now? Even my girlfriends <laughs> don't talk this way when they crying and drunk. So it's like a lot of, it's a lot of in touch with yourself. Hey, Ed, And good all day. themselves. <laughs> you're touching them all right now, rapidly, in a jerking motion. It's like, stop. It's too. So when he asked for his one birthday wish, please, was to everybody mail him a physical birthday card and he would give you his address. I was like, all right, I'm in. I think this is super cool. So I'm going to do that. I, I'm a fucking love it. I love that he's such a cuckoo bear cocoa puff, but especially given where he started. Which was off the chain, probably would drive over these people laughing, you know, fist in the air, high, when he would encounter. So it's like you've both ends, nothing in the middle. What did he even study in school? Do you have any idea? 
I never paid attention to that. He stuff. lived on my floor my sophomore year, so I got oh, to know him pretty really? well that year. Oh, yes, he smuggled oh. animals in his like. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. In sure. his room, it's like I don't think you're supposed to have nine <laughs> cats in here. <laughs> nine cats and three snakes. Those cats might be in danger. I don't know what's happening down here in this end of the hall. Oh, Ed. Oh, wow. Just the whole thing. It's a big world. It's got a lot of people. So that's in. what Facebook is is bringing to me, and. That and lots of political messages and Amy. I've got, every, well, it's the thing. I've got everybody on Facebook doing too much or too little. And I think most people have just exited because how can you? It's difficult to be on there as any kind of a reasonable person and not on some level engage in the thought of the day. Ha, ha, this world is is out of control. This American world is out of control. Everybody wants to talk about it on some level. And everybody already knows, I don't, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want right. to talk about this. So it's, the, it's the, the pendulum is swinging as far as it can in both directions. I think everybody is snoozing, the ones who will remain, snoozing everybody else so that you get even more of that saturation of the horse shit. But like Ed, I have another person in my sphere, someone who I don't know all that well. She's the sister of someone I do know pretty well. So I came into her orbit that way and it was one of these situations where I got to, she lives here and she's sort of prominent here it, 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 there are people in your life that you bump into in some way or another you meet them in a, at a cocktail party you see them all the time at the same social events or the same art events or whatever it happens to be and then you realize that you two who were previously strangers now magically connect once and their circle of friends and your circle of friends are already overlapping and intertwined and okay. people sort of can't believe that they didn't introduce you like it was one of those friends so it, so that's how I am with this person I've even mentioned her on the pod before she has a really traumatic history very very traumatic she was in abuse in an abusive relationship for most of her adult life she it took her more than she could he, she, he almost killed her it took her almost uh, more energy than she had to leave that. Ten years later, she found herself in another romantic relationship, and evidently I thought it was going well, but I guess it was on some level abusive. And I say that because I don't have any details. I don't want any details. She has since, during COVID, extracted herself from that situation and moved back home with her parents. Now, she's well into her 50s, so moving back home with your parents at that stage, talk about a third act, that's a big head fuck for you. She has no income. She has no prospect. She is, well, she's, she's taking a, care of her parents now. She's an artist. I mean, all these things. So it, it's been really really hard and she's you know been dealing with abuse so she's do chronicling her in 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 ed style she started told you she's an artist she started chronicling her reinvention she's calling it her reinvention and on facebook rec reclamation so she's reclaiming her life and day one and it's an everyday update and the updates are nine paragraphs long and they are in exhaustive detail and some of them are so intimate and painful, you're grateful for them because you think, I'm glad she got it out. There's something in there that sparks like, oh, I did that too. But you're also the whole time thinking, I don't know that this is a healthy thing for you. I don't know this is a good, I don't want to click the little heart comfort. I don't right. want to like this. I don't want to, uh, what do I, what do I, what do I, what do I? Is, it, is it because you're an artist you feel like you need people to see it? Like a whole thing. It was like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Now on day 78, she has posted, yeah, every day. She has posted, wow. she she wrote herself, I've come to think that doing this in this way is counterproductive, that it's that I need to take a step back. And she left for a day. 
and then came back the next day and said it felt really good to leave for a day and now it feels really good to come back. So it's like, that's not really leaving. Uh, You know, some days it'll be several paragraphs about how difficult it was for her to make her bed. And I don't say that to mock her. I say that because I fucking live it and I get it. But at the same time, it's like part of me is also thinking you could have told me this in four sentences. So it's like it's a lot of Facebook detail. Facebook is acting as her therapy. Yeah, it's a public journal. I used to use social media in the beginning as my as my thoughtful public travel journal, right? It was a diary of the places I wanted to go, the experiences I had when I went there, the memories. because the I pictures sort of, of the food. Yeah, I, the, all of it. Because it was like, this is my document for myself. And if somebody else, and I, and I enjoy seeing it in other people. So I wasn't necessarily doing it for anybody else. But I was aware that other people could participate and enjoy. And it, it made, that's what I liked about it. And it has completely shifted into something else. But I just wonder if it's, I'm not able yet to watch The Social Dilemma, partly because everything they're going to tell me, I already know. I've been trafficking Mm -hmm. in this for years and continue to. So it's not, it won't come as a surprise, but things that don't come as a surprise uh, aren't, aren't all, it it doesn't have to come as a surprise just to knock you to your knees, right? You can already know it. You can know it on every single level. And then just the way that somebody turns that phrase of something that you know in your heart and your bones, they can say it in just a way that, Dials it up really fast. And I feel like that's something that happened to me this week. Facebook sometimes does that for other people. It happened to me. I was listening to another podcast. Can you believe it? Cheating I don't know. On us? I know. I know. My quality was, like, was so bad last week that uh, I could see it really why you run to another podcast. It really was. And it stymied us because it was one of these things where nothing changes and then magically something changes. Yeah, it was and really the, weird. Well, and the, it'll and be it sounds, better this week. I promise. It sounds it's better already. It sounds fantastic. And the real difference here too, which is super cool and groovy, just as an aside, is thanks, guys. You know, good day, Australia. If I knew how to say hi to you in Taiwan, I would. We're yeah. charting our 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 little the little podcast that could people Can. are is. people are listening. So we're we don't. Um, put a lot of stock in ratings and rankings and all this, as you can tell by the amount of <laughs> reviews and, and ranking that we have on Apple, because it's not like there's 2000 people who have clicked five stars. But the difference is this, it's, uh, we have some measurement tools that come to us every week, whether we want them or not. And they sort of have exploded in a strange, in, a, in, a, in an inexplicable way. It wouldn't kill you to like us on there and give us five stars just because we don't beg for five stars and we do beg for emails, which you often don't give us. You can do us a solid where you don't even have to communicate with us by clicking like and giving us five stars because that will also help us chart. But strangely, charting in Taiwan as number what, 36 in a yeah, out of the podcast? out of the out of the top two hundred podcasts, and I just want to say, wow. just well, I just want to say, it seems like oh, who cares? And and I mean, I I do care about it a little bit in this way. There are because our good friend Jess is a, you know super high queen bee in the world of podcasting. She tells us this shit whether we want to know it or not, so we have access to it and a lot of this information that we didn't go seek it out. Still, uh, for those of you who could care less about podcasts, just to put it in perspective. There are uh, 1.2 million podcasts in in production available to you right now. 1.2 million. That's a lot of shows. That's a lot of content. So the difference for each one and to understand how they're sort of breaking into things 
they keep track of how many people are listening based on the downloads that they get. And then using that information, they put you on the charts. Well, we, we're on the top 200 charts in Taiwan and Australia, which is kind of it doesn't really compute. That doesn't make any sense in my brain. I it can't really, really get there. But I'm, no. I, I'm giddy about the idea. Top of it, 200. But. And I mentioned there's 1.2 million. There's those twos don't even relate to each other. Like what? Okay. So, and they listen to stuff. They listen to stuff in those places. It's not like there's only four people there and none of them have an iPod. So don't give me that. <laughs> thank you. It's you um, Thank you. Thank you. And the favorite, the favorite food in Australia is chicken Parmesan. I can tell you this because my kid did a uh, second is lamb. So it's chicken Parmesan really their favorite food in Australia. That's that's their favorite. their most popular. Yeah. It's it's as weird. And as as yep. As you would say in England, their favorite food is curry, which is, you know, just Indian food. It's incredibly popular in in Australia. It's chicken parm, chicken parm, good old American style chicken parm, because, you know, that's not Italian. I mean, it's American Italian, and it's fucking delightful. So if you haven't had it, you need to... It's also a favorite in our house. I don't know how you could be our friends if you have not had this. So my stars. Oh, shit. I have to cook tonight. Stop. Oh, it just hit me. <laughs> oh, it just hit me. There's your third act. There's your third act. No. Well, I just I just want to say, so the whole point in this blobby, blobby, blah, so thank you for listening. Keep it up. Yay. Share with your friends. Everything's great. Give us a rate and make the rating high. If you're not going to rate it high, if us. you're not going to make it five stars, what the fuck are you doing? You're wasting your time and hours. Stop it. So there you have it. So there's Stop the anti, it. there's the anti rating. My point to you is like the pimple popper from TikTok. No. I ew. somehow was served. I somehow was served. The next in line podcast. I don't. I don't know what this is. It was Brene Brown, who every time I say her name, you make a face. I think you hate her. So I don't hate her, but well, you're allowed to hate things. That's fine. So yeah. her. I didn't know she had a podcast. Evidently, my phone did because it started playing. You know, unlocking us, and it starts playing this episode, and it's she's interviewing. She's frankly going out of her mind. I've never listened to her before ever, so I didn't. I don't know what her podcast is like. She was going out of her mind, and evidently this was nothing at all like what her podcast normally is, talking to these two doctors who had written this book that blew her mind wide open, and she spent the entire podcast laughing at herself while she was doing it. She could only get through page seven. Like, that's how how many truth bombs were in. She's like, I can't even get past page seven because there's so much truth in this book. I'm going to do that, and then you're immediately going to want to buy it. And the truth is, she did, and I do. What? It was are we talking about the book is called burnout and who wants to read that book i think i've even seen it like in airports or something i can't have because i haven't been to an airport but you know what i mean i feel like i've seen somehow it says burnout and the cover goes burnout 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 so the whole purpose of the book in a nutshell yeah explains the thing that you already know but for me when i heard somebody say it i was like oh my god it is that emotion is a physical part of your body, which sounds like a who cares to most people. But what that really means is that when you experience emotion, happiness, sadness, uh, any any kind of an emotion that you could have, anger, right? It it flows through your body in a physical way and stays there. And that it sort of seems like no duh, but at the same time, I don't ever it's I don't think of it as a physical process in the way that if your nose got stopped up full of snot. Yeah. That's physical. 
And you know that you're not going to be able to function properly until you clear out your nose. You blow it. And if you're sick, it keeps filling up. So you figure out ways to clear it out and keep it cleared out and get back to kind of stasis, right? Emotions are the same way. They go into your muscles, into your bones, into your organs, into your brain physically. And this is not this is not Ed in the desert. This is documented, scientific, physiological fact. I mean, it fact. makes complete sense. You get angry, your shoulders go up, the tension, but like, yeah, of course. So, so the reality of it's a physical manifestation was kind of, and more importantly than that, it has a cycle of a beginning, middle, and end. And if you don't mm. properly complete the cycle, you hold and trap all of that they call it emotion. I think doctors for generations have called this stress. You trap it in your body in various places until it destroys whatever it's in the process of doing and it will release itself, right? And what was compelling about this- In the form of this, an ulcer, in the form of- Locking yeah, up in, your joints, in the form uh-huh. of, you yeah, know, sure. deb- giving you, um, making your bowels Complete operate sense. irritable bowel syndrome in ways that are totally different. So it it was sort of breaking down this component of it. And she the, the, more, the most important thing that they did beyond all those two is they separated it from, the, there was stress and a stressor. So it's this notion that, it, you don't have to stop the, 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 the trapping of all that stuff doesn't go away. The releasing of all that stuff doesn't automatically resolve when the stressor goes away. So if you're being attacked by somebody, you know, if you're an animal and you're being attacked and all of a sudden it, the attack is over. The predator the physi- is gone. You still the physical have the- stress, the physical stress in your body doesn't go away until your body resolves it so they give so just to fast forward to it and I haven't read the book this is still from just trying to mentally process getting through all these truth bombs here's here's why it's important for this podcast and here's why it's important for me to even talk about it they spent the bulk of their time explaining in proper scientific detail even like this is information that that pair that special forces teams use regularly. So this is not hooey science. This is, we all know this, to, this is a survival tactic that the, the, the toughest, badassest people employ regularly, right? There's a process for getting rid of all of this stuff. And there's seven, there are seven ways that you can get re- complete the cycle. She was calling it like being stuck in a tunnel. You have to go all the way through the tunnel of the emotion. And the seven things that you can do, the only seven that you can do to rid yourself of this stress I have gr- completely stopped doing. I naturally did all seven of them every day of my life for my entire life. And then when COVID hit, I every single one of them shut off. And the stressor increased. So the stressor didn't go away. The ability to rid my body of these emotions, right, completely stopped. And they are simple things like laughter, legitimate belly like the laughter that we have right? i'm gonna quote alexis i love this journey for you oh fuck you it's your journey too you dipshit so there's it seven is. things in yeah. there okay oh, well laughter. and they're there no, well hear them. The, the, the very the very and i don't have them i'm gonna remember them by the top of my head and get them wrong the first one is movement and i've seen you and she says any physical movement of any kind go get and the I've mail ex- go get your i've experienced mail. this repeatedly in my life that even just that one act the simple when I when I would be physically active and then have to stop for any reason for work for this or that or the other, 
I would grind to a halt. My body would seize up in ways where I wouldn't even physically understand. And I'd be so confused. Like how, how did, I never felt this bad before. I don't even understand. It was because I was naturally releasing stuff. And then I like locked up that valve by stopping the movement, movement. And she's like any physical movement of any kind, stepping up, sit, standing out of a chair, shaking your arms and bending over. Like it doesn't have to be Peloton, but fuck you Peloton. It's a big one. Right? Hashtag Brillob Squad. Join me Hashtag there. Hashtag Brillob Squad. And you got to, it's in on that one, it's Brillob Squad with a Brillob's, like one B, S. Brillobsquad. Right. <laughs> right. Because we're really smart, y'all. We really, so we got the TikTok. We are cool. Upstairs. All the things comes our way. All right. So, I love this. So I love movement, this breath, which I can't do and won't do, right? Well, Med- that's so, the meditation part of no, it. No, I'm not going to fucking do that. That's so, the, the meditation. Yeah, I I'm not going to do I'm not gonna fucking do it. I'm not going to fucking breath. do it. Um, I'm sure that crying, right? Actual release of crying, like the real crying. In the same way, laughter, the real laughter. I don't even know how many is that, four? So, um, and there were other ones. They, they're all fucking obvious. I'm telling you, every single, oh, actual connection with other humans in the form That's of, a tough one. in the, no, she said actual connection. And that can be like a pot, because it is a, here's why it's a release. Because it, your body it's a signal. All of these things are signals, physical signals to your body. That open the that, valves. They open that, all the valves that you stopped up. A hundred percent. And here's why. They're physical signals that you are safe. Your body mm. is in a tense, because it's protecting itself. And in this, in the same way, it's fucking you over, right? So the idea- but not the of good it, way. Well, she was even saying this idea of, of physical connection, it can be as simple as the barista at Starbucks says nice earrings, right? You get a little zing. You have a connection with someone else. You feel safe. You feel protected and Seen at home. In a good at way. Home, yep. In a way. So it's, all, did that stop? Yes. Laughter? Yes. All of it. Stop, 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 stop. I don't even remember what the other, you pick any of the rest of them. Whatever it was that you could do to, to have this coping mechanism, they were like ripped from you. And the stressor continued unabated. So it was, let's, and that's happened since February. And here we are in, I don't know what year this is. It's October. Yeah. It's October. Okay. So when I've gone to my magical prepaid weekly massages for 90 minutes, I don't know if I've told you this, but I've been now at least three times, maybe four. It hasn't gotten any better from week to week for her in the massage. She is, I've become like her pet project because my body is, is, so made of steel and sinew there's no it's not a human it's this it's so fucked i love that right? you're her project i love so, that yeah, she's so like, she, i will break this bitch i mean she like rubs her hands together like in the miyagi way like i'm gonna fucking fix this busted bone so she's in there like I mean, she doesn't even miss she uses her fucking elbow to get more leverage it's crazy so and it's so fucking painful i've started taking i've started taking pain reliever before i go in to try and be okay so i go in there i walk out and then after all of the massive painful soreness goes away and in, in like 48 hours later i feel good i feel like i can stand up straighter and i, f- I feel okay i feel okay like i'm physically feeling better and then i go in the next week and she's like how is this not any better it's she, she says it's not that it's worse but it's exactly the same. And she's like, and I fixed this last week. How did you do it? Like she actually said the words, how did you do this? <laughs> I was like, I, know. I feel like you're impressed I, by me, but for all the yeah, wrong reasons. Yes. <laughs> how did you fuck yourself so hard? I, so in any way, I feel like that's event, a compliment. That I want to really take it as a compliment. I, so here's the other thing about this, this uh, book that I haven't even 
in any way scratch the surface of describing. So I had this moment. I listened to it. I listened to the podcast a second time to actually process it. Because the first time, it's like a, a really great comedy. You hear it. You're in the middle of laughing so hard, you miss most of it. So you watch it two or three times, and you're like, oh, my God, there were, there's a joke a second. Okay, so I've done that several times listening to this podcast. Then happened to be in a text with my neighbor, the lovely one with the tomatoes. And based on something she said, you know, she's going through something. I just happened to mention this to her. And she was like, you know, somebody else had mentioned that. I think that's really interesting. I'll check it out. Then later that same night, I got a Marco Polo from one of our D Sharps friends who heard the same podcast, immediately thought of me. She said, everything that you've been saying over the past three episodes, it's like they dis dissected you in this podcast. And I said, I felt the same way. I can't believe this. What the hell? Are you some kind of magic guru? I got to send you a birthday card now. So all these people, it that's the universe like, wake Knocking up, on your door. Wake up, dipshit. You got to read something now. So I won't it's read time. it. It's oh, time. I'll do an audio book. I'll, I, I'll do an audio book. I'm not going to fucking read things. I've read so much in my life. I've just enough. Uh, remember I asked you, is it the same to listen to an audiobook? Like, are you still, is that yes. count as reading? Yes, a thousand percent. Okay. A billion percent. And teachers will tell you the same thing. It's the, because your brain is doing the work. It's not your eyes. It's your brain doing the work. As long as, as long as the messaging is getting in there. The difference for me, without any kind of scientific background, is that you're not watching the book as you would watch a play or, I mean, music is not a movie. Music is music. You hear it, it gets into your brain, and then your brain connects the dots and fills it in. Audio stories, book stories are the same way. Whether you're listening to it, going through your ears, or you're putting it in your brain through your eyes, your brain is writing the story. Okay. Your brain is processing the words. So to me, it has nothing. The, because the methodology I, is nothing. I tend it. to multitask when I'm audio listening, and I feel like I might not be getting it all. If well, that's distracted to... reading. If you've ever read a book and you find yourself four pages ahead and you're like, what the fuck just happened in this yes. book? That's no I have different. to go back. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I did that. I've been writing letters to first-time voters, um, and it's hard on my hand and all these things, and it's, you know, it's tough physically to do it. To Handwriting shit is fucking hard. So I've been doing this thing, and I try to listen to things, and then I find myself writing the lyrics in the letters. So I can't. I've had oh, to throw wow, out. Oh, wow, that's funny. Yeah, and they're like on pre-formatted pages. So I had to like throw out three of my precious pages. So I'm like, I have to do it in silence, which makes it super boring. But fuck you, I'm doing it. We got 19 days to go. We got 10 minutes to go. How many days do we got to go? Not enough. Get out and vote, bitches. Come on, Australia. Emigrate here. <laughs> Australia can't Yeah, help us. come on in. Emigrate. Change your, get your, get your naturalization hey, status. This comes out on Thursday. So what are you down to? Two weeks? You got Six seconds. Six so seconds. I, I want everybody to think about what your plan is to vote. I want you to think about, let this be your meditation for the day. I want you to close your eyes and think about what Tuesday looks like for you. Are you voting in person? Have you voted already? Yay, if you have. Um, <laughs> but it's really important that you have a plan and that you think it out and that you figure out how you are going to make your vote count because your vote is so important. And if you've already voted and you can help other people realize their vote, that would be amazing. And that would be, as them Jews say, a mitzvah. It's definitely... <laughs> It's definitely uh, something you can do for others. I also have to chime in here and say we're getting a lot of signals from pollsters, from mood of the moment, from podcasts, from everywhere you look. It's crunch time. 
If you've been ignoring it up to you, up till now, mazel, you're in it now. Now is not the time to ignore it. And I will go further and say, if you've been sitting on the sidelines, you know, rubbing your temples, make this shit go away. You don't have that luxury. You must vote everything that you think you know about volume, about the, the movement, the wave of people coming out to vote. Ignore that shit. Elections have been won and lost repeatedly in our country by a hundred or fewer votes. Elections. The entire fate of our country can rest on a single vote. I'm not fucking kidding. It's not hyperbole. It doesn't take you that long to shut me up on this topic. You got to go <laughs> fucking tick the box. So just do it and just do it. And don't don't convince yourself that because you're so busy, it doesn't matter. My state's this color or my state's that color. Get out and fucking do it. Nike's Please. coming after you for stealing their, their it, it, logo. It's just, just ignore Fine. everything and go vote. And I will, if it's not already obvious, vote blue no matter who. Please go out and do it. That's the point of this. Have a plan. Ask your friends what their plan is because that's, I mean, before you know it, it'll be here. I know it seems like 30, 29, 28 takes forever. It'll be here. And to have the best way to do it is to have a plan and ask your friends, especially your friends who are similar leaning <laughs> like you. <laughs> all I ask well I think the majority I think the majority of people truthfully the majority of people are sick of this shit could care less they're disgusted at least with one party I would say there's a large faction of people who are disgusted with all of it please don't let that disgust fuel you in sitting out and not participating no one has that luxury anymore go find Mandy Patinkin on TikTok he's he and his wife are fucking hilarious all those dances that them kids are doing he and his wife will have to react to as it happens and they start doing it they're delightful they are really delightful and I'm sorry that we got political but just to go back to a second about burnout um I don't know that that name is really you know what it is for me is Everything you said made complete sense. Yep. Everything you said, like, yes, of, of, of course, it's, it's, it's totally intuitive to know that all of those things, you feel the second, even when you're watching a movie and it's not an authentic feeling to your life, you feel the tension, you feel, and it's totally, totally clear and understandable that you need to find a way to let out all of those emotions. And for you turning off that valve and stopping it up, uh, of course, I'm going to, you're going to, we're going to have chronic pain. Of course, we're going to have whatever. If it's your skin, your digestive system, your mus- your muscles. I got from you five things that, um, <laughs> five things instead of the seven and I think most of them could be accomplished by watching a Hallmark movie. <laughs> like I think, I think the way we watch TV. Oh, by the way, Stuart watched the uh, or is in the middle of watching that octopus movie, and he likes it. He thought it was great. Yeah, he thought it was oh. great. And I said, I think you should call Amy's husband and tell him Marco Polo him a picture of you with a an octopus. I I mentioned I mentioned it to him again can we please and he immediately got bent out of shape and he was like no and stop talking to me about it and go away and I've had it so do you think he do you think he has blocked off all of those valves too do you think the people in your house have done it or this is something do you see it out in the world or is it something you really just relate to for yourself 
I see it out in the world, but I, I also, I know that the surprise for me comes that I naturally was unaware that I was doing all seven things repeatedly. Prior. Like I, I, I was, I, I was unaware of two things that I had a mechanism in place that was sustaining me body and soul and that that mechanism was was turned off in a way that could <laughs> be just off. as easily turned on. No, it's one thing. We all know that shit got turned off. We all know that. Right. But what we don't necessarily know is it's a process and you're able to easily undo, right? The thing that it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, crazy. but I think we also did this thing where we went to seek comfort for those aches and pains in places that were really not appropriate. Did I need to auto ship uh, those Dutch chocolate cookies from Archway to my house from a store I would never shop in in person? Do, do I need to auto ship weekly? Like, I, I don't really think I needed to seek comfort in donuts. I think that exacerbated everything that came to that screeching halt. So comforting the symptoms in an inappropriate way was also a symptom of of needing those seven releases Laughter, crying, connection, breath, movement. I and I honestly, and in full disclosure, I popped on another tab here uh, online to see if I could quickly find the seven things and just read them out. And they're not listed anywhere. But what is listed is the massive number one rated. This is the best book ever. This is everyone in the world needs to read this, et cetera, et cetera. And the name of the book is Burnout: The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle by Dr. Emily Nagoski and Dr. Amelia Nagoski, who Women. are both twin sisters. And it's, um, you, you check it out get, if you don't check it want. Out. Well, the other thing is the the podcast where I heard it described in such, in such light bulb uh, detail was from Brene Brown. I believe it's called Unlocking Us. It happens to be the most recent of her episodes, so go check her out too. It's an easy way to get in there. The, the point here is that we all can do these things, and I think everybody does some of them. What was, so you're asking, is this something that Brian does some of them? He does some of them naturally, but others not at all. And I think for most people, you do a few, and you get used to doing a few, and that's the thing that, oh, creativity, that was one of them too. All the things that's, um, that, gra- yeah, so I was yeah. like, it, everything on the list, it was like, if there was a list of seven things that make up the chemical, you know, completion of Wellness, Amy, yeah. these are the seven things. And it was like, all of them stopped. And it's not like I can go back, uh, I think it was, I don't know if singing was in there, but it, I'm, I'm, it was that, it was that ridiculous. It was down to you. the, yeah, yeah. It's just you. I was like, Oh, sorry, that's Brene. why it feels like my whole world has gone away because it has. I'm sorry, Brene, did more... you do this just for me? Well, and it has more to do than, oh, your industry doesn't exist anymore. So even when you do find somebody that wants to pay you to go back to do the work you know how to do, it's in a totally different way. And there's no income coming in. And your kids are suffering in this whole, you got three kids trying to learn through this maze. And, you know, you got two small business household. And, you, you know, you're eating like shit and not doing it. And, 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 I could list a hundred other things. All the shit that everybody's going through all the time. It was just so shocking that, these things went away and I could put them back regardless 
of of the, of the lion right. biting my jugular. Yeah, like that can keep happening while I figure out how to breathe. That's where I the badass that. jump out the jump out the plane people came in because they're you know when you see this from Olympians the people who do the cross country skiing and then shoot the gun yeah. whatever that yeah, whatever yeah, that the thing triath- is they yeah. would they would do this wacko breath that brought their blood pressure down. And I would watch them do it, like doing this weird stomach thing, yep. like some kind of like some kind of voodoo person. And then, and then she leans back in a weird way and then shoots the target perfectly. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to do that because I'm great. And I could do all those things, even though I could do none of that. That's my that's- favorite. That's my favorite um, competition, by the way. I'm like, she did what? And she stopped to do what? And then she went on to do what? Yeah. You're kidding. The Nordic, the Nordic fuck you up. Whatever whatever it's called. Nordic badass. Um, I love that. And I think that title is perfect for it. (laughs) Um, I have one last question for you before we come to a close, because you've really given me a lot to think about today. I'm sorry. And I'm still missing one. What's your question? So you have a friend or friends or people, and you know you're in this stopped up, kind of state like you you have your aches and pains but you also have your mental fog you have all of these things that you've just discovered there's a way out of I am curious to know if you're going to take that step to get out of them but that's for our next podcast um and you just gave yourself homework knowing these seven things is knowing them Jesus acting on them acting on them is completely different uh-huh. But so a, a friend says to you, sends you a text, sends you an email, calls you, FaceTimes you, Marco Polos you and says, let's have dinner. Yes. And you don't have other plans, but you don't, you just don't want to go. Right. What do you say? It depends on many things. So shall we, shall we break it down or shall we just fast forward to... The thing you're allowed to say, which is <laughs> the truest definition of adulthood is to say no to any question without explanation. That makes you an adult. You don't owe anyone an explanation to do, in this case, what you want. Huh. It's a choice. It's a choice of what would you like to do? You're invited to do this thing and you get to say, no, thank you. That's not rude to just say no. It. The reality is socially, it is very easy to perceive it to be rude and it is very easy for it to be rude but as an adult you don't owe anyone an explanation you can say no and we forget that you can say no you don't have to turn down an offer to do something fun with an elaborate backstory you get to say no you do and no one ever will ever we lay and that's part of what also is in this book is that Part of the reason that we don't naturally, automatically always go all the way through these uh, stress response reliefs, she has some parasympathetic, all this stupid shit, is because there's a lot of social construct that says, no, you don't get to do that. No, there's a social thing that gets in your way of doing the thing that your body needs to do. As an adult, when someone asks you, I mean, look at it this way, we go way out of our way to reinforce and train our kids that... If somebody wants to hug you or touch you, you get to say no and you don't owe them shit. And if their feelings get hurt, they can go sit in a corner because fuck off. It's your body. You get and that's and nobody does it. When you have an uncle who all the adults know is fine. When you have an aunt who all the adults know is fine and that person just wants a kiss, 
you still just pressure your kid. Just go kiss your aunt. Just do your thing. Even I, though I know she's got whiskers, and I even know they though you shouldn't, nose. even though as adults we shouldn't do it. That's what we're doing here. You don't want to hurt your friend's sit on feelings. Santa's lap. Uh, the that's truth a creepy is, so old the, man. Who so well, there's like two. There's, so there's two parts of this. There's two parts of this. The first part is if you in your heart accept that you have the ability to say no to any request and act on it. That doesn't have to equal acting on it in a way that's rude. You can still couch that I get to say no and I don't owe an explanation. So then the trick is you can also create a way to say no with limited explanation. Sorry, we can't. That doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't. You don't have to. You don't have to go into a backstory. Why can't you? What are you doing? Do it later. We just we can't. Thank you. We just can't. How are you? If and if if your friend d- hasn't met you before and isn't isn't able to recognize when they're being well, put they still want to the- eat out with me. So maybe they don't know me that right. well. Say, <laughs> say uh, the uh, and I think right now what's acceptable also is uh, I, I'm not up to it and I don't really want to get into it. Let's thank you next. Just right next. Just next. No, <laughs> next. Talk. I'll talk to you about something else. Or Anything I don't want to talk to you. Or I don't like you and you're not my friend. <laughs> Lose this number. I don't I like would, when you eat. I wouldn't plate. eat with you if all the food in the world was in your pantry. I can't. No. Believe, I can't believe you quoted Nike and just say and Nancy Reagan all in one episode. Just, just say no. Listen, I'm just here to tell you, as an adult, you have the ability to say no without explanation. This is not. You're not breaking the law. Do you, you know? do it? Do you just say no, or do you? I I have learned, and I learned the hard way over many many years. What I, what I try to do, I mostly learned it because of my clients asking for things that they can't have and I have to maintain the relationship. There's, there's, there's several ways to address this when you're dealing with a client. I have some colleagues who basically cut off the conversation. Nope, and that's a relationship ender. So I don't want to end the relationship, right. but this thing is not happening and I'm not going to waste my energy having a debate about why it's not happening because there is no path that will make it happen. So I've already decided it's a dead end. So the issue here is only to get them on board with me that we're going to discuss another topic, right? So I always try to think through in, in milliseconds. Like I don't spend kids. a lot of time. You yeah, I don't spend a lot shiny. of time. I, I, try to, I try to close the conversation in a way that does not, this is what I frequently say to my colleagues, do not invite another question. Close it in a way where there are no other questions. You've answered it so fully that it's crystal clear that all questions will be answered in the same way. So it's futile to continue asking questions, right? It's like, no, that one is, that's sort of not a viable path. When it comes to something social, I learned it this way because I remember vividly being in high school, working in Macy's at the Christiana Mall, shout out, uh, boys clothing section. So I was in there and uh, (laughs) so... So I was, uh, you know, talking to, I had to somehow, I had to somehow get somebody to cover a shift for me. I had championship swimming or something was happening. And uh, I was asking all these people and they were, they were doing their dance of, I don't know, I don't think so. Uh, Nobody wanted to do it. Right. And I went over to this other woman who was older than all of us. She was like, this was her proper job. We were all a bunch of just idiots high school kids. And this was her job. Yeah. So I went over to her and it was about a night shift that nobody wanted. I said, are you able to, she'd heard me making the rounds. It's not a big boys department. So she, so I came over to her and uh, I said, you know, would you be, I have something on this day at this time. Would you be able to cover my shift? And she went, no. And I looked at her like, 
because I mean everything I didn't say it no no. she said she said no and that was it and the answer was we're done here find find someone else and it was so startling but I was like uh, respect woman respect okay I got it got it uh and I found someone else and I didn't talk to her about it again hey just say no Melissa can you and Stu come to dinner no no (laughs) try it (laughs) I didn't I, even I, tell you when. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. Tell me when. <laughs> yeah, no. Tomorrow. No. <laughs> no. 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 I didn't even give you a time. No, uh, I'm an adult. Ahead. No. <laughs> Read from this whatever you want. But I'm you your friend. No. Still no. Dear listener, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> um, I I learned a lot today. I hope you did too. Amy came very prepared, and for that I am grateful. Uh, yeah, thank you. Come back next week, and we will make you make a plan for voting again, and we will discuss with you the way Amy opened her seven chakras. This uh, is the way. Yeah. This is uh, that's coming out again. The Mandalorian no, season no, two is coming out. Wait, like, I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. November, I can't right? Wait. No, now, no, now, no, now. When October October twenty seventh. <gasps> I'm vibrating all of a sudden. I'm probably super wrong, but I don't care. October 27th is what I've decided. (laughs) I am doubling down on being wrong. (laughs) Let me fucking win. Yeah, I'm going to, then I'm going to watch the first season again now. Season two. Let's see what it says. So that I could. Oh, fuck it. You're right. No, 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 no. Season two, episode one, chapter nine, October 30th. Fair, fair enough. I can't not wait. Um, this is the we love you guys, and there's proof of that that we keep showing up every day. I could talk to Amy <laughs> on my fucking own. I don't need you, but we do it with you because we love you. Aww, and it's true. yeah, it's that's true. not going to change. And you heard us before. We don't have to do shit. We're we're <laughs> we're adults chronologically. We could say no, and we could just say no. I won't do it. <laughs> we will. We, we will. will. And we'll we be will here love next you. Week. And you know it. what? Get add those seven things into your life. And well, we only what? know six. You only gave us six. You didn't give us seven. Try fucking one of them. Breathing. Did I say breathing? Yeah. Laughter, movement, breath, crying, connection, and creativity. Something's Somebody's. missing. Right? Oh, uh, yeah. I'll do that too. Why don't you look that up while <laughs> working on the other ones? We're really leaving this time. I mean it. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.